This is episode 21 of the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network podcast, hashtag the network. We're coming to you from the network studios inside Michigan Investment Title. This episode is brought to you by Zoom Energy. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network, hashtag the network online. Today, we're going to be talking about marketing and how you found your first deal or how to get out there and find your first deal and the different types of strategies you can use. Um, Today with me, we've got Blair Clark, Paul Jones, and Mike Aziz. I'm Kara Kennedy. And when you find us online, just remember to share the love. Mm. Let's start us off. Hi, uh, Kara. Yeah. Who's got some good deals? Blair, I would love to hear your voice. Please go first. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello, this is my radio voice. Um, (laughs) Hello. Yeah, so my name is Blair Clark, and I invest uh, in Macomb County. I live in Mount Clemens. And uh, so I have been real estate investing since about 2016, and I just started networking about a year ago. And so for me, the really the best resource for marketing has been networking, um, because I, I've actually received more referrals for leads than I have just like through my straight up marketing that I do. Um, but if we want to talk about like our very first marketing deal that, that we've ever done. Um, so the very, when I first started marketing for off market leads, so my first going back, my first investments properties, two of them, they were purchased through realtors and I just did them like old school style through a realtor holding my hand and doing everything for me. But then when I decided that I wanted to um, just be a big girl and do my own uh, investment for myself, um, I started mailing. So I hired a coach and he taught me everything that he did and I hired him for a year. And so what he did is he did a lot of cold calls and he did a lot of mailing. And Mm -hmm. so for me, I I got my first off market deal because he told me to go after a uh, certain type of lead and then also go after attorneys that are connected to this lead. So it was a probate, probate leads that I was marketing to at first. And so I was mailing to the potential sellers. Mm -hmm. And then I was also mailing to the attorneys that were attached to the probate estates. And so my very first deal was through a letter that I sent to an attorney who referred me to his client. And then that's how we did the deal. That's awesome. For the new people that may be listening, can you clarify what off market means and what probate means? Yeah, that's, that's good. So off market literally just means you are purchasing a property off of the MLS, the multi listing system, if I'm saying that right. So you're not, no. what is it, multiple listing system? What is the, um, what does it stand yeah, for? What does it stand for Mike? I think it's multiple listing system. Oh, you okay. think so? I thought it was service, but yeah, I, thought I it was mean. Ser- doesn't matter. Hey, everybody, <laughs> let's let's Google MLS and figure out what that stands for. So so an off-market deal means, so that I don't get my acronyms incorrect, just means <laughs> that you are finding deals off-market. Um, and you're not using a, you're not necessarily using a realtor to find it and you're not using a realtor to close it. So you do all of the work yourself. You go out and you find the lead, you get the lead yourself under contract, and then you actually close on that property um, all by yourself. And there's all sorts of people that come into play in the in-between and maybe you have assistance and you probably go through a title company, um, different things like that. So you, you've got other people that are in the works there, but you're not actually using the realtor to hold your hand and you weren't looking for some, a property that was listed, mm-hmm. a listed property. So it's an unlisted property. And then what probate means is when someone passes away, the majority of the time their estate will go through a probate process. And mm-hmm. so they're all of, all of their... Um, 
the entirety of their state will fall to an heir and the heir is usually referred to as an administrator or an executor or something like that and then so the heir um, puts together everything and typically there is some sort of property attached to a probate estate not not necessarily all the time but if there's property attached to that then the heir might be uh, interested and motivated they might be what we refer to as a motivated seller to sell you that property um, in a cash transaction because perhaps that property uh, taking care of it and trying to sell it is more of a burden than a blessing mm-hmm. sometimes and so um, so that's just what it means when you look for a probate lead is you are just looking for property from someone who has passed away and it has now fallen to an heir and sometimes that heir is motivated to sell to you off market awesome that's great info thank you cool. all right paul how has marketing helped your strategies you do primarily wholesaling right yeah primarily all right. So uh, I guess I should introduce myself. Yeah, my name is Paul Jones. Um, currently a wholesaler and investor in the city of Detroit and currently in the ho- wholesaling in the city of Detroit and Metro Detroit. Um, so when I first got a, got started doing real estate, um, I mainly was doing RVMs. That was how I came across my first two wholesale deals. And mean? for RVMs, for the people who don't know, <laughs> it's ringless voicemail. Um, it's pretty much just dropping off a voicemail to them and then you know if they hopefully they do listen to the voicemails oftentimes they don't they just kind of call you back kind of angry like yeah i got a phone call and you're calling back like you're talking to them saying like yeah i left you a voicemail and they're like oh i didn't listen to it and then it's like when you're first starting out and you haven't talked to a lot of people they're just kind of like okay what do you want and i'm just kind of like I don't really know what I want, <laughs> but you, you know, you just <laughs> end up saying, okay. yeah, I'm just, I, I called about a house, blah, blah, blah. You, you just stumble your way through it. So yeah, that's pretty much what an RVM is. Sweet. So with, I would say like advice for RVMs is just kind of have a system, know what you're going to do when like you have different responses when they answer. And that was one thing I struggled with in the beginning because another thing is learn how to like set up your, where you're getting enough phone calls to where they're coming out of very good rate because a Mm. lot of when I first started out I dropped like 500 at once and I was like I got like 20 phone calls at once and I got no leads from it so I had to cut it back like 500 percent to where it was doing like 10 you know 10 a minute and then you know getting a phone call every five minutes so that was pretty much how I got my first one and then yeah and I got my second one from that too cool especially after the second one it was like it was it was a really weird day because I had I was working with another partner and then he was like, you know, show me this thing you've been doing. And I was like, oh, man, I hope this works out. And it was like the very first call I had got back. Yeah. It turned into an appointment and then it turned into a deal. Wow. So it was like, it was sweet. It That's was huge. Cool. So for the new people, like I know nerves is a big thing for everybody. Yeah. You experienced stumbling over those starter calls. What was it like to get those out of the way and grow? Um, It's definitely a mindset thing you go through every day because it's like you, you wake up and, you know, you just you're just going into an uncomfortable state every day. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like learning to deal with those nerves, learning to deal with those little things that people say. And then it's like, eventually people say the same thing. So you just got to learn little tricks and things to just go across those, you know, those objections and, you know, different reactions. So that's pretty much all it was just learning the little tricks about talking to people. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. All right, Mike, what have you done for marketing? You're primarily in multifamily. Is that no. It? Okay. Most, mostly into flipping houses. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. So um, my name is Mike Aziz. I've been uh, investing roughly 
from back in the day until now, probably about six years. Um, and uh, back in the day, I flipped a couple of houses and I had a couple of rentals and then I got out. That's another story. But um, I got back in in about 2014. I did my first flip in Warren, um, right off of 12 and Van Dyke. And I found that first deal off the MLS. Uh, and then my other two deals right after that were found through HUD. Um, and back then, HUD would have a pretty extensive inventory of houses. Um, but uh, since 2016, 2017, they've dialed down and their inventory's been probably about 10% to where they're at. So, um, but HUD was a really good source um, and uh, we did really good on those, on those flips. And um, um, that was majority of how I got my first couple and now everything's through cold calling and referrals and wholesalers and you know going through different processes and um, I'm starting a system or I'm in the process of getting something started for me to do everything on my by myself or I have a team yeah. that I'm trying to build around to do everything else that I just to get some more deals. That's exciting. Yeah. Wow. And I think when you specialize in any industry, real estate's a big one. There's acronyms everywhere. Can you tell us a little bit about what HUD is and how you find deals through them? So if you ask me what HUD stands for exactly. I think it's Housing and Urban Development. I think you're I think, pretty good. I think you're thank right. you yep. for yep. saving me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> because I wouldn't be able to get that one, but thank you. <laughs> Um, so HUD actually, um, their properties all come, I think, through the leftovers that a lot of people don't want. I th and I think they go through a lot of the foreclosures or, you know, mm -hmm. anything that gets passed down mm -hmm. um, through like the banks. It all gets sent over through HUD um, and they have a website that yeah. you can go on there and you can bid. Um, it's a little bit tricky because it's all filled with a certain algorithm because over when the house is first originally put on the website, um, they have a certain number that they can only fall below. And mm. then as it gets older on the website, their number will fall. For the well, price? Yes. Okay. So you kind of have to know how to adjust to it and when you can go bid. And I think they're kind of like auction.com where they have their own system in the back end that you sure. know bits against you like a little bit but that's you know, neat but we won't talk about that yeah it's great how everybody's got their own strategy um so my start i guess i i had a full-time job when i got started and was really low on time and eager to get going somewhere so um primarily to get my deal flow going, I was networking in person. So I wanted to treat real estate like a class, like a part-time job. So mm, I mean, I signed perfect. up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, I worked two jobs for a while. So I just signed up for um, some local groups that have a membership program. And through them, there's seminars once a month. Some of them have workshops. So I would go to those, talk to people like you guys, and um, see what other people do. And I got some leads through wholesalers, have been able to join someone who needed help on a rehab, and then even heard about somebody who um, helps you lend money through your IRA, through retirement funds. So different strategies you can get into just by talking to other people and learning what other people do. So. I think it's really great the different avenues you can um, you can use to get into real estate. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I found with networking is 
um, it just really boosts and elevates everything that you're doing. And I like how you said that you treat it like it's an actual class. So I used to be a former teacher, so I'm, you know, a fan of education, but, um, one, when we decided that we really wanted to scale and grow, what we were doing is when we just doubled down and we like put our money where our dreams were, I guess Mm -hmm. you would say. And we actually paid for education. So we actually paid for a few seminars and we paid for a coach. We hired him. And, um, that's when I actually learned how to do anything that it is that I'm actually doing right now. Yeah. And then also by networking as well. So paying for the education and then just getting yourself out there and actually treating it like, it's an actual education because whatever it is that you're doing, you had to go through some sort of education or training to do whatever job that you're doing currently today. Yeah. So you just have to look at that. Like you can't just go online and watch videos on YouTube and listen to podcasts. Those are great. Those are great ways to um, supplement whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you know, even if even if you're not paying for coaching and you're not paying for seminars, just by going and um, being around other people, shadowing other people, just saying like, hey, you know, can I just follow you around and and I'll totally work for free if you just show me what it is that you're doing, or I'll help you, you know, do your marketing, your mailers, or I'll just hang out with you in your office in, yeah. in Madison Heights and, and just watch a couple of old guys, you know what I mean? Like do, do what they do. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that's an education too. So you're either going to, you're either going to spend money or you're going to spend time. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta beef up your education. Yeah. I love mm. that. And you know, uh, networking has been the best thing that you can ever do. Um, hashtag the network. Hashtag the network. There you go. Think about it. No, hence the network, right? Uh-huh. Um, yep. But, you know, just surrounding yourself with people that have already been through it yeah. and learning from them and just picking up little nuggets every yeah. single time that you go somewhere and, like, you talk to somebody and you learn one thing and that one thing leads to three more things because yeah. once you do that yeah. one thing and you're like, oh, then I can figure this out and you figure this out and it's like then your mind opens up mm-hmm. and I'll tell you a little story. I, I was talking to one of my buddies and he, you know, he wants to flip a house, but he doesn't want to put the effort and the time to do it. Interesting. Right. So, you know, I was just talking to him yesterday and he's like, you know, I, I want to get in. I said, well, I have a, I have a deal right now. You know, yeah. we can split the money and we can split everything. He's like, that sounds like a scam. I said, listen, <laughs> <laughs> I said, listen, I said, do you want to get in? Yeah. I will, I'll do whatever I know and I'll help you make some money, right? Yeah. Just so then you can kind of get a feel out of it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and then we sat on the phone for 15 minutes and I thought to myself, I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I wasting right. half an hour of, of like my time trying to talk him into this? I mm-hmm. said, you know what? Whenever you're ready, call me. Otherwise, I got like four other calls that like I have to make. Have a there good day. You, go. you know, but it's... That's it, but so if, funny. But it's like... It, if you don't educate yourself in anything, mm-hmm. you're always going to be in that mindset where you think everything's a scam and everybody's mm-hmm. trying to steal your money and everybody wants to take it away from you. And, yeah. it, you know, it's just that. But when you get into it and you understand it, you know who the good people are in this business mm-hmm. and you know who you should surround yourself with. And and I've learned there's certain people that I just don't want to be around. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are certain people that as soon as I know that they're doing something, I'm always there because I know that they're always going to help you or if you can help them or if you can work together on things it's just it's just a matter of how you want to put how you want to set your, yourself up yeah you know yeah, that, yeah. that's a powerful um story because it sounds like your friend and, and you come across multiple people who are like oh that's a great idea but 
or yes, but, but like mm-hmm. one of the biggest small strategies I've tried to change in my own mind to flip that yes, but dialogue is instead of yes, but say, how can I do it? Instead yep. of no, say how, like there are people out there doing it, figuring it out. Why can't I? And, and that's yeah. a, and that's a, a very good point. And on my way here, I was listening to like a podcast mm-hmm. and this guy was talking about fear. Right. And he says, you know, fear is the number one thing that holds everybody from doing anything. Mm-hmm. If you can't jump over that hurdle and tell yourself fear is just a little bit of like a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Once you get over fear, then life opens up. Yep. 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 Paul, you wanted to jump in related to Mike's story. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that um, if that deal is still available, uh, I would love to talk about it. <laughs> Shameless <laughs> plug by Paul Jones. Paul's Shame. not scared. Yeah, I love Paul. Paul is- Paul's got no fear. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's, that's how deals get done, right? right. Definitely. That's Definitely. awesome. No fear, no shame. Yeah. So I feel like we all um, covered the individual marketing strategies we've used. Are there any other ones that you guys have heard of, you haven't exercised, or you know someone else has used to great success? Cold calling. Yes. yes. Cold calling. Okay. Right now, it's shaky, but I will not give up hope. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Why do you say it's shaky? I'm just not getting, you know, great results. A lot of people have, a lot of people who I'm talking to are just, have already been like annoyed. They're probably getting other spam calls from like other companies. So it's like, it's maybe not that they like don't want to talk about selling. It's probably just the fact that they're hit with so many other calls throughout the day. What lead are you targeting? Everyone. (laughs) Everyone. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Well, when I, when I was targeting probate, um, I was using, I was purchasing leads from a list source and I would call, when I would do my cold calls, um, most people were polite, but that like 20 to 25% would tell you like, and some of them wouldn't even be rude about it, but they'd just be like, man, you're like the fourth or fifth person that's called me. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized that um, I'm not the only person buying this list, you Mm -hmm. know, like there's so many people. And I think just with... um, education just being so freely out there and people people are people are jumping in and they're getting their feet wet so people Mm -hmm. are I mean the reason why my husband and I even went to that seminar that I mentioned a few years ago is because some HGTV star dropped a ad in my Facebook because Zuckerberg is spying on you and knows everything that you're interested in. Yeah, and I find that very so weird. she so she was hosting some sort of free two hour thing that we went to and we actually were so naive we thought that that HGTV star was actually going to be there, but it was just her people were mm-hmm. there. But from there, from that free two hour talk, we actually purchased the three day weekend and it was so worth it because we learned it was a it was a broad scope of these are all sorts of different real estate investing strategies you could use. And then from here, go ahead and pick and choose a few to focus on deeper. So that was great for us because before we went to that seminar, we didn't even know what wholesaling was a thing. Mm-hmm. Didn't even have any any um, idea of what it was. But the point I'm trying to get to is there are a lot of people seeing those ads in their Facebook and in their Instagram or whatever social media platforms that they're using. And then they're going on YouTube and they're learning even more. And then they're um, I don't I don't even know the technology behind it. But just because they're searching that now they've got different list source services. I mean, list source itself, but like other list source services just in general. Um, sending them ads. So they're going with that and they've got this little like general idea of 
well, if I just purchase this list and I make these phone calls, I'm going to be a real estate investor. So you've got a lot of people out there because they're so inundated because we're all just obsessed with being on social media and being on the internet. So Mm -hmm. the internet is really just a giant sales platform, you know? So you've got a ton of people doing it and they're not going the hundred percent that like we're all going, but you've got, you know, but you've, you've got like so many people, I don't want to call them like, uh, not serious or, or, or phonies or hacks or anything like that. But you've got a lot of people out there who are getting to leads before you and they're just doing it wrong. Like they're just doing it wrong and they're not even going to close on the property anyway. But so I think, I think that that's the part of the reason why you're struggling with cold calls is cold calls is just the thing to do right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just is. And there's a lot of people out there cause you can just pay a few hundred dollars for a list, get it handed to you, make the calls or pay a few hundred dollars to a list and then have someone else make your calls and, kick them whatever right so i think there's just a lot of people out there doing that right now because that really surprised me when i first started making cold calls is people saying like you're the fourth or fifth person who's called me and i'm like you just filed your probate paperwork a couple of days ago like this just hit this just hit the county clerk or assessor's office or wherever it goes like the date that the date that that shows that they filed this paperwork was just a few days ago so Cool. So I think I think that's why, you know, maybe you're struggling with cold calls or, you know, if you're trying to hit um, everybody, like you said, so probate is really, really saturated. And I know that now what's a this is completely rhetorical, like I don't have the answer, but <laughs> what's what's a lead source that's not oversaturated? Like what's a lead source where you can't just go buy a list? Yeah. You know what I mean? That type of a thing. So it's all competitive. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's all competitive in its own degree. Degree, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, cold calling is great. Definitely. Um, but you, you, when you say you cold call everybody, it, you're just—it's like almost like—it's almost like dating, right? Mm. Do you go up to every single girl and just talk to her, or do you want a specific person that you want to talk to and really go out with, right? So you I have to that. pick. Oh, so now you, we're getting romantic. I love it. It's February, right? <laughs> so you know. Uh, I'll tell you what I did, and it worked out great. Is I went driving for dollars. Yep. Mm-hmm. I skipped trace, mm-hmm. and then I made the cold calls. And I'll tell you, we got eight deals in about two and a half months. Wow, that's of, amazing. Of mm-hmm. just cold calling, and but the numbers, targeted. yes, yeah. yeah, and the numbers are spectacular. I mean, you can't you can't beat it. I mean, you know, I can throw you like a number off one of them, but it's it's just. It's all in how you call, how you present yourself, yeah, and how you do your follow-ups, right? Yeah. And follow-up is the number one thing to close a deal, because mm-hmm. Every, everybody mm-hmm. makes that everybody makes that first call, right? Yeah. Because they right. got a list of eight hundred numbers and they're calling. But when somebody's initiating a conversation with you and telling you to call me in mm-hmm. February, call me in in May, right? That second call when you call and say, hey, by the way, Mrs. Jones, this is Paul. I talked to you. Now she knows that you're real, right? Yeah. Now you've kind of got your foot into the door before any anybody else. Yeah. When she tells you to call her back again in July, you better call her back in July yeah. because that's when you're going to set that appointment mm-hmm. and you're going to walk through it. And sometimes it takes you five, six months to close a deal, but you'll close it, right? So, But I think a lot of people, what they do is they have – make that first call and I was there you know somebody tells you go fly a kite no problem you know just hang up pick up the call and just do it again right and I've been cussed out so many times before you know they've talked about my mother and 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 like my wife 
Oh, wow. I just got to tell them, I'm not calling you. I just want to know if you're selling your house. That's it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it's just, it's just pretty simple. So I think once yeah. you find a certain niche and you do it, yeah. you'll, you'll find success. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, that's, that's great sharing. Um, sorry, go oh, ahead, Oh, yeah, Paul. I was just yeah. going to say, it's like when I originally started out cold calling and stuff, I was doing what you were doing, um, doing a lot of driving for dollars. I used the app called Landglide that I feel like everybody knows about now. <laughs> I don't know about Landglide. No. You don't know no. about Landglide? I don't know about Landglide. Oh, man. <laughs> no. no? So basically, it's an app where you just go on it, you... Shh. No, I'm just joking. Oh, I thought I was kind of screaming into the mic. <laughs> he doesn't oh, want you to share the secret. I kind of don't like sharing the sauce either. Share. I, I, hate, I hate sharing the sauce. Share the <laughs> hashtag share the love. <laughs> Let's just cut this whole part out. <laughs> Land Glide uh, no, works. But no, yeah, Land Glide is a good app. Go figure it out. Earmuffs, you guys. Earmuffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Earmuffs. Go, go search it. You'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. it, it brings great success, and that's all I have to say. Awesome. <laughs> well, we should start wrapping up here shortly. Paul, I've got one other question for you. Yes. Um, we mentioned lists, and that was an elusive term for me for months. Can you tell us what lists are and what people, where people are finding them, what categories they can be? So lists are just pretty much leads they just list of houses you know in certain predicaments and like you were saying you know you can have different sorts of lists like they were talking about you can have probate list you can have inherited list which are you know for people who may have just have lost a loved one and then they're just getting passed down a house mm -hmm. or yeah pretty much yeah. probate and inheritance are the same thing yeah. and then you know vacant owner um that's just pretty much the main things is like vacant yeah. houses. That's mm -hmm. just pretty much a lot. Awesome. You, you can go hunt down the information yourself or you can pay someone to provide it to you. So mm -hmm. when I when I first, first, first started out before I hired a list service, I was going to the um, probate courthouse and a lot a lot of what we search for is public record. Mm -hmm. And so um, probate cases are public record uh and they post in Macomb County, they will post um, a certain amount of information online. But if you want the full package, you have to go down to the probate court house and request it yourself. So it's public record. They have to give it to you, but they give it to you on their terms. So mm -hmm. in Macomb County, um, you are welcome to look at all of the probate uh, court files mm -hmm. that, that you would like to. But they're only going to give them to you 10 at a time. And you can't you can't leave the counter, and uh, you can't take pictures. And so you have to write down all so of the information. So they will make copies for you for a dollar a page, and <laughs> there's you know there's anywhere from like five to you know twenty five pieces of paper within each file. So I was going to the probate court, and I just created um, templates, and I'd have a binder, and it was just a word document of these are all the pieces of information that I want to collect while I'm here. So I'm just going through the file and I'm writing down all the information while I go and I would go through my 10 files. Uh, so my husband teaches high school. He'd get home every day about three o'clock. I had to get to the probate court and ask them for these files before four. And I live in Mount Clemens and the probate court is like five minutes away. So that was convenient. So long as I got there at 3.30, I could get through all my 10 files by the time they were literally like get out at 4.30. <laughs> and that was really, really slow. But I don't begrudge that because it's like, it's like when you look back at anything that you were first learning to do, those are like the training wheels days, you yeah. know? So you were just learning and it, it really made me appreciate when I started, um, purchasing the list through the list source 
and other people would complain about how expensive it was, I knew the amount of time that it took to to put that information together. So what these list sources are doing is there's some sort of business that's a hub and they've hired people. This is my understanding of it. So, you know, feel free, Facebook, to correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. But they've hired people to go to county courthouses or assessing offices or wherever this information is yeah. housed. They've hired people to go out and collect those that, that lead information and then turn it in and then they get paid per lead. Yeah. And so, um, so what I was doing, I was spending the time. So instead of spending the time, I was, I was now turning around and spending the money on it. Mm-hmm. So I was going and collecting my first, my information all by myself. And I could do that about four days a week, which means I was collecting about 40 leads a week. Um, and then I was just making my calls and sending my letters. And then once I did my first deal, I just took a uh, part of the profit from from my first deal, which was a wholesale deal. I just took some money from that. And then I purchased the list myself. And I just, I just, mm. you know, considered that like a cost of business. So I spent the time up front first collecting my own information. Yeah. And then once I had the money, I decided to spend the money and save myself the time. So that's where the yeah. information is coming from in these list sources. Like, um, like I, I don't even know what you would call it, but say a property that is, that is very not, you know, it's not well kept that is uh, get receiving tickets and things like that. Like yeah. that information is going to be somewhere at some sort of city assessor's office. Yeah. And you could go, you could do a FOIA, a freedom of information act to mm-hmm. collect that information. I tried doing a FOIA in the city of Warren and they were like, you're absolutely welcome to this information. That'll be about $1,200, oh, no. which blew my mind. I, I got a FOIA packet for like yeah. $15. Yeah, so <laughs> someone else told code enforcement yeah. or blight. Thank you. Thank you from the, from the peanut gallery there. So if you go to the code enforcement office or the or blight office, yeah, yeah city um, of Detroit, it's in yeah. there. I think it's so yeah, because engineering someone, building. Someone else, someone else had told me, you know, they Mark did knows it. it well. Yeah, <laughs> someone else had told me they did a FOIA in a different city in Macomb County, and they were like, oh, it was, you know, it was like fifty bucks that give you all this information for like fifty bucks. So I went to the city of Warren, and I'm like you know, give me all your blah, blah, blah. And they were like, absolutely. And, you know, and they just, they give you an estimated cost of, um, the work that it would require to pull that information. Now, Warren yeah. being so huge, maybe what I was asking for was astronomical and it was really going to reflect $1,200. But anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, the point is, is all that information is housed somewhere at some sort of city, um, some sort yeah. of city building. And county and, and a county building yeah. and people they've got you know they've got their little minions that go out and collect that information send it into the big list source center and mm-hmm. then the list source center puts it together for you basically just in a spreadsheet mostly and then they'll send it to you whether they send it to you weekly monthly but you know twice a month yeah, yeah. anyway um and and that costs money and so if if you're seeing the cost mm-hmm. of your list and you're like oh my gosh you just got to understand that that ta- that's taking the person who's actually going to that office collecting that information that's taking them hours you know and they're only getting paid per lead and then wow. the, you know so so anyway that's long story short that's where the information comes from in the first place so you can either background. spend the time or you can spend the money on building your own list or just having someone put it together for you yeah and that makes it accessible to mm-hmm. people you know almost any place in their life so right that's a good good takeaway from that um this brings us to the close of our episode today so we want to close with golden nuggets what do you guys have that you want to share that help people get motivated get started and keep them going don't give up keep listening I stole mine keep networking <laughs> and talk to people and you'll be successful 
Love it. Paul, what do you got for us? Hmm. I would say that confidence is knowing the result of a situation before you even go into it. So I would say when talking to sellers and, you know, going into networking events, knowing going into networking events with a goal or go in with a mindset, knowing that I'm going to leave with the phone number of someone who's going to help me on a future deal. I'm going to leave with that contractor's phone number. I'm going to leave with that investor's phone number. Mm -hmm. And then you'll just automatically have the confidence that it's like, I know, I know that I can do it. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Um, I think since Mike stole my golden nugget, I was going to say don't give up um, because it's it's hard in the beginning to to not give up. You got to understand that it takes several months sometimes. You got to front load a lot of energy. Um, but, but mine, I think I would just kind of elaborate on what Kara said about treat it like it's an education, like really just step back and understand that if you're going to jump into real estate investing and you want to make it um, your your career now or you want to make it your side hustle whatever it is just understand that whatever it is that you're currently doing took time and training and education to get there and just treat it very seriously and like I said you don't necessarily have to pay for education but you do have to spend something on your education so you're either going to spend money or you're going to spend time Um, and then also don't be afraid of humble beginnings and don't be afraid to to fall on your face as long as you're falling forward and not backward you're good love that love that awesome well my golden nugget um as a recovering procrastinator um mine is just start thank you thank you it's been a journey uh mine is just to start and have a vision of where you want to go at the end but be able to accept within yourself that that trail is going to change and you're going to have a lot of zigzags, but starting and failing forward and persisting, that's key. Anything you want to be good at is going to take time. So just get your feet out the door and get going. Awesome. Um, yeah. Thank you everybody for being here thank today. You. If people want to keep in touch with you, how can they contact you? Go ahead, Mike. Um, my cell phone number is 248-421-2998, or you can uh, reach me on my Facebook page. It's uh, Just look up Mike Aziz, and you'll see my face plastered awesome. on Facebook. Yeah, I can't promote myself like Mike, not the personal <laughs> number. The, um, you can reach me at Facebook at Paul Jones. I'll likely be the one in the blue shirt. Nice. Nice. Just don't ever change your profile picture. <laughs> Never. <laughs> For anybody, twenty years later, I'm still gonna be the same nineteen year old. Sixteen year old picture is gone. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not uh, as elusive as Paul Jones. You can just give me a call or a text five eight six 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 three five zero six five. You can send me an email, Clark at trinityinvesting.net, not dot com dot net, because I couldn't get that domain name and uh, you can also find me on facebook or instagram just blair clark awesome and i'm kara kennedy you can find me on facebook under kara kennedy or my new phone number 313-444-TOP1 that's 313-444-8671 thank you you, everybody can can you clarify how to spell kara kennedy Oh, sure. Because C- I looked you up and I had so much trouble. I was like, K-C. Thank you. Yeah, it's Kara with a C. Um, C-A-R-A Kennedy, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for being here today, for your time, for joining us online. You can find us on social, hashtag the network. We're the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network. And remember to share the love. 
We hope you found a lot of value in today's show. If there's anything we mentioned and you missed it, don't worry. We take all of the notes and you can find them at michiganreinetwork.com forward slash episodes. If you want to meet any of today's guests in person, you can usually find them at hashtag the network meetup in Metro Detroit. You can find all about the network at www.michiganreinetwork.com. By the way, if you're new, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes of this show. This brings us to the end of another episode of Hashtag The Network Roundtable Podcast. And as always, share the love.